Boker Tov. We are, we, are gonna, we are starting today a new, a new Sefer. And I was thinking for so long what I want to start now this new Zman. And I was waiting for a while so we couldn't... Uh, I, I thought I'd have enough time to think on the plane. And then I, even like before Shabbos, I was still like... I don't know, we were, we were, we were sinking our... We were, we were not sinking, soaking our souls in a certain Mahalach for so long already. And not that chas v'shon, there's a steer, there's a little bit of a different ta'am, a taste, to what we're going to be doing right now. But one thing for sure hasn't changed. This is taking us to the core. In terms of working on ourselves, that definitely uh, hasn't changed. What we're going to be learning now is something that I wanted to learn for many years. But I think I myself was also intimidated from it very much so. Not because it's so hard in understanding, but because... Sometimes, you know, you learn something, you're like, okay, I, I, I got to close the Sefer because then, you know, whoa. <laughs> I, I love, I love what, 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 what's going on over here very, very much, but it makes me very nervous that if, you know, to feel like, to feel close to what I'm learning and to, to go inside and dig deep inside with it, it's very, it's very nerve-wracking. So, because when the Torah that you learn is so deep, and touches a court of such emmas, you know that you can't continue to live your life the same way. You know that change is inevitable. And then what ends up happening is that if you start going through the mind game of, well, I'm not really on the level yet, so then you just get yourself messed up more and more and more, because basically now you're learning the highest Torahs, but it's really just making you feel guilty instead of, making you, instead of empowering you. Therefore, I chose something that I... The, the context of it is a... Chavura. The context of what we're learning right now is not about the individual, per se, of how holy you have to become on your own, but rather, what's the point of having a chavra? What's the point of having friends? What's the point of having a chavura, Kadisha? Now this sefer, Bnei Machshava Tova, this is a very small sefer, very, you can see it's a very short sefer, and it's written by the Helege Rebbe of Piyasetzna, the Plunimus Kalman Shapira, well, he's mainly known for the uh, Eish Kodesh. This is who we're learning from. The Eish Kodesh who was killed. He was one of the six million, and he was killed. And his yard site was just two weeks ago. Shab- oh, we were together. Jerry and I were Shabbos together in Chicago for the yard site. Dalit Cheshvan. We were talking about him all Shabbos, that Shabbos. And he has many svarim. This sefer, Bnei Mach Shavatova, it's a very, it's a very short sefer, but it goes... My God, I don't have any words. The, the way he describes what's the point of getting together, Bichlal, of minions, of being together, the chule mechule, it'll, it'll really take us as a group to the core and put us on a certain test as a chefra. So that's why I'm also, we're, we decided to start right now to live stream. We're going to see how this goes. This is a message to anyone that's living in Efrat. I guess it's also a message on a certain level to anyone that's learning with us online, but definitely to our chevra that live here in the community, that come, come join us. It's, we're not going to talk too much about what's going on down here. But <laughs> you could hear the nervous crackling in the background. But we really, really know that there's so many shurim going on all over the world. And there's so many yeshivas and shuls and bismedrishes mechule. But what we need is groups of chavra that are going to encourage each other to not compromise on how gewalt each and every person could be, and especially how much we could be as a chavra. And on that level, create a fireball of kedusha, which will hopefully 
then, you know, snowball into each area of our lives, each area of our lives. So there's a lot we could say as a hakadama for this actual sefer. Now, this sefer, B'nai Machshav Tova, is a book that was written um, by the Piyasetz Narebi that he had before the war, obviously, and he sent the manuscripts to Eretz Yisrael, I think to a cousin of his, I don't remember exactly to who, but he wanted, um, yeah, I'm sorry, to his brother. His brother was already in Eretz Yisrael, Shaila Shapira Admor Chalutz. He was known as the pioneer Rebbe. He came to Eretz Yisrael. And um, if those of you who know that Admor Chalutz's grandson is a Rebbe in Ramat Beit Shemesh, who I have the privilege of being close to. In fact, it's not this one. I, I opened up one of the others, Svarim, I saw he had given it to me, the grandson of the brother of the Eish Kodesh, Rabbi Shapira. In the, there's a shul Eish Kodesh in Ramat Beit Shemesh. And uh, he actually looks like the Eish Kodesh. The Eish Kodesh is great nephew. It would be amazing to have him here. You know, the Eish Kodesh, just a little bit about him, he was known for many things. But one thing about him was that he was known as being the Rebbe of the children. That his biggest thing was being the Rebbe of children. So I saw that like in different Hasidists, there's different minhagim that you take upon yourself, that your grandfather did, and that your father did. What's amazing, amazing, amazing is that in, in Piyasetzna, the, 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 what, what he had taken on more than other things was the inyan of children. That Shalashudis, that you'll, you'll share this copy? That on Shalashudis, for instance, or not just Kiddushes, the Rebbe runs to make sure, not that all the Gvirim and Balabatim have a chont. He's running around the shul making sure that each kid is taken care of and that each kid has his candy or that each kid was spoken to. That each kid was said, a, a good word was said to him, a hug, a smile was given over to him. This is what he was makbid on. So I want us to keep that in mind as we're learning his Torahs, his priorities were totally there, big time. And Bezrat Hashem will straighten out our priorities as well as to what we're supposed to be doing and really how, how we could take the concept of what we think, which we already have, which is a beautiful chevra and a group of learning to the, not to, I don't want to say to the extreme, but to maximize whatever we thought the potential really was. So having said that, by the way, B'nai Machshava Tova, what does that even mean, this Sefer? What does it mean to B'nai Machshava Tova? How would you translate that into English? This was translated into English. It's not a very recommended translation, so I don't want us to learn it from the English. But the title was um, translated into English and it was published as Conscious Community. Conscious, I think that's what it was called, conscious community. But how would you translate the words B'nai Machshava Tova? Positive conscious community. Positive conscious community. Okay, what else? Anybody else? Thoughtfulness. Sorry? Thoughtfulness. Thoughtfulness, definitely. What's a more modern word that everyone's using? This, this? Yeah, mindfulness is a very catchy one. I was thinking, living life with good thoughts. Like, I'm very, very simple. Just, my life is filled with good thoughts. My days are filled with good thoughts. Right now, it's 9.05. How many bad thoughts have you had since you woke up this morning? <laughs> Scary, right? I've only been awake for two, three hours. Right? It's nuts. What are the bad thoughts that we have about ourselves and about others? Where do they stem from? How is there room? Why do we allow that there to be room for these bad thoughts? How could it be? 
whatever, we're going to see, I'm not going to, that's very general, but that we're going to see how we can, Bezrat Hashem, take our level of thoughts and raise it to a much, much higher level as a community, conscious community. Okay, so the, 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 the page that you have in front of you is a little bit of a hakdama. We're just going to do the hakdama today. Okay, this wonderful hakdama. And I also I want this learning right now to be for the Rufu of uh, a Rav who taught me Piyasetzna. And he's really a Piyasetzna chassid and he lives here in Efrat. And he's very sick. It's Rav Natan Siegel, Natan Daniel Ben Malka. It should be for his Rufu One of the sweetest men. Literally, I, we use that as like a, you know, a nice thing we say often. What a sweet, one of the sweetest men in the world? Tom. Awesome. David. One of the sweetest men in the world. One of the sweetest men in the world. Matratenu, as I say there, matrata chevra, a chevra. What's the purpose of a chevra? He was trying to form a chavura consciously, not just say, come to my shul, I have good davening. We serve good chont. What's the point of coming together? What are we trying to form as a chavra? <coughs> Matratenu eina chadasha ve'acheret me'asher matrat ve'sheifat kol ish Yisrael. Our matara is nothing new. There's no real big chiddush in what we're trying to do over here. It's nothing new or different from the point and the aspiration, a'sheifa, kol ish Yisrael, of any yid. Like if any Jew over the course of history, we're to choose to dig deep inside and ask myself, what am I trying to do in this world? And he had clarity of mind, and he had good thoughts. He would come to the same, same place. He says, there's no new thing going on over here. Our kavana, our matara, you know, means like, like target, right? Like matara, like purpose, right? Matara. Our purpose and our target, em la'avodet Hashem elokeinu, elokei Avraham, is to serve Hashem our God, the God of Avram, the God of Yitzchak, and the God of Yaakov. That's, on a certain, he's saying, that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to be Ovdei Hashem. We want to be servants of Hashem. Quite often we're asked the question, what do you do? And if you'd answer someone, I'm an Eved Hashem, he'd laugh at you, but he'd take much more seriously if you'd say, I'm an accountant. But as a defining, as defining you as a yid, what would you say? What, what's the problem of saying, my definition in this world is I'm an Eved Hashem. I'm an Eved Hashem. It would be a beautiful thing if that's how we define ourselves, if we needed to define ourselves. I'm an Eved Hashem. I told you guys, I have a good friend from Boston who now lives in Ranana, who I asked him when I, when I stayed in his house once for Shabbos, I said to him, um, so what do you do? Just normally just making conversation and they're interested, very nice guy. And he, he prefaced by saying, look, I don't really like to tell people to answer them based on my profession because that's just what I you know, do to earn an income and use some of my talents. But I'm really like, I'm a, I'm a family man. I'm a husband and I'm a father. So, and you know, he's such a rebbe just for saying that. He died with us a few months ago here. Childhood friend of Dove. Sweet, sweet guy. I was say, also Sweetness. Metikut. It's not the same. No, no. Amazing guy. So, okay. We, what's our thing here? To be of the Hashem. 
אגן, לעבוד את השם אלוקינו, אלוקי אברהם, אלוקי יצחק ואלוקי יעקב, עבודה תמה, עבודה תמימוס, עבודה שלמה, קומפליט עבודה בכל איברי גופנו ונפשתנו. With every one of our limbs in our body and every spiritual organ we have as well, that all of it is used for the sake of עבודת השם. You know, you want to do a good cheshbon on yourself before you go to sleep at night. Look at every limb you have and look at every organ and every bone and say, ask yourself, what was used here today for Avodat Hashem? So, Baruch Hashem, we can say, wow, you know, my hands today were already used to do an atilas yadayim, to wrap tefillin. They were maybe used to pick up a child or a baby. That's also Avodat Hashem, completely. But to look into every organ that we have, every bone, and be conscious of what it's being used for. Look at your legs, look at your feet. What were they used so far for today? Father Hashem, like David HaMelech says, I looked at my, my medrasas. David HaMelech looked at his legs, at his feet, and he said, wow, my legs schlepped me to the base medrash. What holy legs I must have. He's conscious of what I am. <laughs> holy legs. <laughs> what, what, con- what, what consciousness, right, in every limb. And every string in our body. And every spark from our neshama, from our nefesh. Will not go out from the, I guess, the parameters of the Kedusha of Hashem. Which hovers above us. And it completely surrounds us. Meaning there's a... Con- there's, the piece of saying like this. We have a beautiful thing called Gdushas Hashem that hovers over us and surrounds us, whether we like it or not. Man's goal in life is to make sure that he never goes out of that which surrounds him and hovers above him. It's there already. Just be conscious of what already exists. Okay? Now, look at this next paragraph. So, so far he's saying, that's no Chiddush. Everyone's tried to do that. That's, that's, that's what we're trying to do as Yidin all the time. There's no chidush there. So it's like if he's trying to get people to come and join him in some kind of campaign, and he would just say this paragraph up here, you'd have a million shaylas saying, uh, Rebbe, what's different than what anyone's tried to do before? What's the difference? And us too. You guys could go to hundreds of shiurim. They're between, you know, we live so close to Yerushalayim. We live close to Alon Shvut. There's Rav Bar'ayin, we live close to Hebron. We live in Efrat, where Baruch Hashem, there's a lot of Talmud Torah. We, we could already be doing a lot of, you know, we could go to many different shiur, and we can, we can go to many, we can enroll in many different places. But Alevai, what we should be receiving from here, is the next paragraph. Aval avinu avarachaman richem alinu. But the Ribbon the master of the world, the master, the father of compassion, and of mercy, has compassion on us. How so? He awakened within our hearts a spark of ratzon. I want more. For most of us, that, that drives us crazy. It's like, no, 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 let me just be happy with, you know, the little, you know, just, you know, check this Yiddish, let me just be okay with that, right? He's saying over here, from compassion, God has awakened within us a spark of ratzon vadat, of wanting and of, and of dat, of wanting to know and to understand. 
שנדה, that we should know, שלא די לנו להיות רק כעבד בן שפחה. That it's not enough for us to be like the son of a servant. Ah, uh, sorry, עבד בן שפחה, a servant, the son of a maid servant. שעובד גם כן למלך, he also serves the king. But what's the Indian by him? רק שעבודתו היא אחר הרחיים, הרחק מן המלך. His avoda in the palace is far from the king, אחר הרחיים. Uh, you know what רחיים is? The uh, grind, the... Um, how do you say this? The ground stone? Uh, it's millstone, thank you. שכוח. Do you know what that means? Not inside, right? He's doing the work on the outside. He's still... in the chamber, but he's far from the king, right? And he might see the king when the king decides to take his family for a walk or something, and you're busy gardening in the garden, or, you know, you're cleaning out the tubes or something. So you're in the palace and you're working, you're, right? But your, your, your consciousness of the king in your life is when he happens to pass by, right? Far from the king. I'm in the chamber, but... I'm not going to shear. I don't hear the king talking. And from his ziv, how would you guys say the word ziv? Radiance. Radiance, yeah. Aura. And, and there's no oneg, there's no, I don't receive any direct pleasure from his ziv. I know he's there, I'm downstairs, he's there. But I don't have any, I don't receive any direct pleasure. from the king's light. It's a kind of avodah, like I work, but I, my, my mind and heart don't have to be open in order to do my job in the king's palace. I just got to mow the lawn or do the dishes. He's, what is he saying over here? Do you know how many people's Yiddishkeit? Do you know how many people are okay with this kind of life? Do you know how sad that is? Do you know how many people are okay with this kind of life? We're okay with this kind of life. It's crazy. Well, how could that be? Why on earth would we be okay with that? So that question is a very big question. And it could either make us extremely depressed, or it could fill our hearts right now with a ratzam. With a ratzam for more. Okay? But just, maybe let's just say something very clearly. Most of us are really okay with Avodat HaRechaim Archek Min HaMelech. I'm in the palace. Got a beanie on my head. Send my, kid, send my children to receive formal Orthodox education. And in Chutz Laaretz, I work crazy hours to make sure that I spend thousands and thousands of dollars to make sure that my child receives a formal Jewish education, right? I don't know what tuition is now these days. Is it 25 grand? For what? For what? For harchek min ha-melech. For dishwashing. Mechila, for sayings. Unbelievable. So we think we got off easy. Oh, we only have to pay 20 shekel here in Israel for dishwashing. But why pay a shekel for dishwashing when you can be enjoying the actual ziv of the melech? <laughs>
if only what? We turned on the button called consciousness. Okay? If we were aware of how much we could have and how much we compromise on. It's unbelievable. Scary. Scary. You want to say something? Is he saying that really while you're doing your dishwashing, just have consciousness? That's not what he's saying yet. Uh-huh. He'll say later on, uh, I think he'll you say later on. You could be a on. robot and just go through everything. Or whatever you're doing, you could be alive. We'll see how he explains uh-huh. that. Yeah. It sounds like he's saying that people are stuck kind of just going through emotions. Right. So, so I'm, I'm saying, so you could be the dishwasher. Just don't be stuck in that motion of being with it. Realize when you're washing your dishes, if you're helping your wife, you're doing a kedusha to get Wait, wait, wait. A Ben Melech is not busy dishwashing. An Eved, the janitor, is busy dishwashing. A Ben Melech is not busy dishwashing. And we're okay with being janitors. Well, maybe maybe it's <laughs> if there's a janitor who cleans the floor and does his own thing, and then there's the guy that works for you, who when you come past, he says, hey, how are you doing? Good morning. But then he interact, even if he's cleaning the floor, he looks you in the eye, says, good morning, how are you doing? And that's beautiful. And that's... But, and that's, that's connecting, even though the janitor. It's beautiful. Again, the janitor might be connecting with the king every single time uh-huh. the king walks through the hallways. But the Rebbe is saying over here, why on earth would you choose that job have the when you can sit... Be, have the rutsun to strive for higher. It's right there. It's right there. It's right there for you. Now, this is like a very interesting, very simple mashal, but in our, in our... This is a... This is one of the biggest pieces of Musr I've ever felt. Uh, and it makes me feel great. I mean, it, trust me, it made me feel like garbage. <laughs> but it makes me feel great as well. Okay? Um, I can go on such a tangent right now about my trip, and I'm not going to, so I'm sticking, <laughs> I'm sticking inside right now. Look at the words. We're in the fifth line in the second paragraph. In the middle, Vizetzoneinu. Our ratzon and our passion. What do we really want to be? We want to be a son. You ever wonder, you ever realize, how come I rarely feel like a son to Hashem and I usually feel like a servant? So whose fault is that? Ask yourselves, how often do I feel like a son? And how often do I feel like a, a servant? What do you guys think? Are you guys being extra quiet because this is being... Pres- so I should say, it's not like a, like a janitor. You don't want to be a Ben of Hashem? It's a very high level, but don't you, doesn't the little kid in you still want to say, Abba, level. where are you? It's the level. Huh? It's the level. It's not a high level. It's the level. To be an That's No, no. To be a son. To be a son. Yes. That's, that's what he's looking for. What's that? That's what he's looking for. It's, to be an Eved is a very, very high level. But, but of course, Uncle Tom comes and cracks us right back home and says, but it's true. Like, 
the little kid in us isn't trying to like, you know, heal his own youth by saying, oh, if I could just figure out how I could have been a servant to you, Father, when I was younger. <laughs> That's not going to make me feel that I, you know, that I want to run home to you. And it's going to make me feel like, okay, I better get a good night's sleep because tomorrow morning I'm going through the whole thing again. I better have enough strength. But if, if my thing is that I want to feel like I'm a son to Hashem... How we view ourselves. If of course. If we view that what Hashem gives us inside of love, then... Of, absolutely. If we view that it's just like decrees, then we're inevitable. Absolutely. Now, again, yes, you are a million percent right. Ana avdele kuchabrichu will be of de Hashem. How did we even begin today? Of de Hashem. In the, in the drosh for this last week's parasha, we're talking about Dakeda. This is the two ways, the, uh, the, the two midrashim that look in different ways. Right. Where Abraham says, Hineni, like I'm your servant. And I'm. There's another way that says, Hine ani, how much, like enough now. And the Hine ani is the what? Is the, that's more the mishpacha, right? Yeah. Above the image is Hine ani. Above I'm, 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 at, I'm here. Like, not that I'm bitul and, and I'm nothing in front of God. And you know, that whole, that whole. That's right, right. Bitul. Is and, and that's what we are fed. That is like a very high level, right. but that is the avdus, right? Okay. And then you can say, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm your human. I'm your like. I'm breaking. I want. I want I'm your you son. My you're son, my father. You, you're doing good. And at what point are you going to say to me, "I'm here with you"? And, and yes, you're doing good. And you right. and, and, and that you also have that level of hine ani right. as opposed to. I think Hina Ani is the, is the little kid in us that still wants to go up to our father as a little kid and say, you brought me to this world, you better take care of me. But we're petrified of going to that place. Why, why, why are we so scared to, like today, to you know, go to Hashem and say, you, you know, you're my Abba, you better take care of me. Because in our minds, it's like, well, only if I'm an Eved, that, only if I'm deserving, right? If I was good, then I can say to God, you're my father. But that's sick. You can't, that's not true. You, you don't say to God, you're my father only if you're a good... You're always my father. I don't always feel like you're my king. That's based on you know, how good or bad I am. But the Hine Ani is saying, that my Ratzon, the, 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 the PSS is saying, this is God's compassionate place, is that he, he, he lifted some kind of a switch, a spark in us that says, but we want more. We want more. We want to feel like we're banim la Baruch Now, as great as Yiddishkeit has been thriving and there's excitement, and we have nigunim back in the formal world of Yiddishkeit, many thanks, of course, to Reb Shlomo and to many others. So there's, there's an awakening for more, right? But we still have yet to internalize this part of the, this part of the thing, right? We're still waiting to figure out how does this one work? So don't now think, oh, this is the easy route in because now it's just about feelings and emotions and feeling close, this and that. Now it gets even harder, but so much more rewarding and worthwhile to reach the level of feeling that it's a father-son relationship. All right? Can we go on a bit more? And in our, in our, in our vodatashem, whether it's Torah, Tfilah, and whether it's all the mitzvot, nargish et hit karvutenu lahashem, 
we will actually feel close to Hashem. Okay, I'm not going to ask, because some of you weren't at Minyan, but most of us put on tefillin this morning, right? <coughs> right. Uh, and let's just be brutally honest, okay? Who felt close to Hashem today by putting on tefillin? Who felt that the tefillin today was banim l'Hashem elokechem versus eved l'Hashem elokechem? <coughs> we're sitting here, we're 12 guys, one guy raised his hand. So, Baruch Hashem, we got a long way to go. And the point of doing this together is to show that none of us, most of us did not raise our hands. You see, usually when you learn this stuff alone, you're like, oh my God, I'm so low, right? But then when I say, but everyone's so <laughs> right? Then I realize, wait, it's all of us sitting here together that's this. Baruch Hashem, this is what we're here for. This is the point of Hevra gathering together, giving each other koach, of reminders, of empowering, of exciting each other about this. Okay? Like a son who's happy to go towards his father after not seeing him for a few years. And after he's been, um, he's answered the missing, the longing, the calling out to come back to his Abba. How much simcha there is. So too, us, while we're serving Hashem, now look at these words. Nargish et ritzat nafshenu likrat avia. He's saying over here, while we're serving Hashem, while we're doing, he's not saying any chedesh here. We're all going to keep on being from whatever that means this week, right? We're going to keep on doing Torah and mitzvahs this week. None of that is going to change. But he's saying, wouldn't it be beautiful if every time I did a mitzvah, what I see is a son running to his Abba's arms like this after not seeing him for a few years, he's saying that's possible. And in fact, that's the point of Avodat Hashem. But that's not really part of the way we view any of it. We've gotten into this incredible cycle of this is good, and if I could feel it, it's a luxury. Doesn't always happen, don't expect too much. He's saying it's possible with the right awareness and right chevron, to have this as a constant in your lives. That when I'm getting up in the morning and I'm doing Nagel Bas, or that when I'm telling my child about Parsha Chayasara, that what's really happening is a son running into his father's home in, with open arms. That a father that's waiting up for his child all day and all night. Ritsa v'nemisa, running towards him, that our, our, our souls are running to God. V'nemisa, you know what the word nemisa comes from? Names, melting. There's a melting. What melts? The hard, lev evan, that hard rock, lev evan of someone that's just a slave, melts and goes into the soul of the sun. Melts. You ever experienced that in, by someone or in a shul or... That you just, you, that hard place that you thought this is how it has to be, you just melt and you just want to come home. Hina ani is melting. That's the melt, meltdown in a good way, the melting. Nemisat nefesh, the melting of the soul. Behishtabchuta el chek avia shemashamayim. The melting of the soul as it pours out its kishkas 
into Chek Avia, into the, uh, how do you say Chek? The, uh, uh, the embrace of its father in heaven. <coughs> now he says like this, Velo, you guys okay? A few more minutes? Velo ve'avoda bilvad. Not just while we're learning Torah or while we're davening, nagish etit karavotenu el Hashem. Not just then that we'll feel our closeness to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Venit aneg miziv kvodo idbarach, and we will have pleasure from the from the radiance of His kavod. Blessed be He. Right? Rak, like we always say, how do we take this into our days? Right? Rak gam tamid. But always, our machshavas will be so clear, strong, and connected to his kedusha. Now, I know what your first thought is. I don't know if I want that. Because then, how could I do those other stuff that I do during the day? I don't know if I want that. Kind of works for me that I got certain things that I do and that I associate myself with that. Wouldn't stem with this because... If I really thought about Hashem all day long, I don't know if I can go and hang out with that person anymore. Or I don't know if when I'm alone <laughs> in front of my computer, I could you know, hang out with the same chevra online. I don't know, right? Well, I can't be as narcissistic as I need to be sometimes to be. I'm sorry? Sometimes you want to be a bit narcissistic to get things done and to... So you think that's a bad thing? I want to be a little bit, like you said, you want to, you want to hang out with the kid, or more, or even to be that I shouldn't be hanging out with and I'm going to lay on them trips of you guys are all just slaves. I know what it's like to be a son. Forget, forget. We're not going close to there. Isn't it amazing that so many people that get turned on, they always like, they have this need of, now i got to spread the gospel, right? He's not talking about that at all. He's not, he's, that's, that's not at all what we're going with. We're saying, we're saying something, that we're going to get to what, what he's saying over here. He's saying... Our, our machshava, our thoughts, can always be so clear, strong, and kashur to its kedusha. Now, before even going forward, we already see that that's one of the main points of having a chevra kadisha. I'm not talking about people that bury people, right? I'm talking about people that actually <laughs> make people alive, lahefech, right? That when, you, when you're part of a chevra kadisha, when you're part of a chavura kadisha, of a holy chavra, of a conscious community, then it's not as hard as it seems. Because now we're, now we're looking at this like, oh man, this, can, this, this is kind of impossible. Who are we kidding, right? So, you know, but the truth is, is that we could have this. We could have this all the time. We live around each other. We daven with each other. We learn with each other. Our children hang out with each other. You know, it's already, we're already part of this chavra, but the question is, what kind of a consciousness do we want to have in our community? I guarantee one thing. If we live like this, even a notch higher, no one would ever have to say the sound, shh, in shul. I hate that sound. 
I, I despise that with every fiber of my being. And, and, some, and once in a blue moon, even I have to do it because at a certain point, it's like, I'm sorry, I just, I'm trying to make my way through Kriya Satora, through God's word, right? It's such a crazy world, right? But if our consciousness and awareness was upped, right? Then we wouldn't have to do half the things of like using our kochos for shutting things down. We would just be busy with what? Swimming in the light that exists. That'd be beautiful, right? So he's saying over here, if we were in the third line, until what? Until the awareness can can overcome our chushim. What's a chush? Senses. What does that mean? Not only will our senses stop confusing and seducing our thoughts. Listen to those words. Our senses seduce our thoughts. What do you think that means? What does that mean? That our senses, our chushim, mefatim et chushenu. They seduce our thoughts. Right. I saw. Uh, I see this line every few months. I love it. He's like, "Don't believe everything you think." It's such a. It's such a, an incredible thing. We believe almost everything we think. Huh? Mamish, and we believe it. We have this thought, imagination, and we believe every single thing that we think. I don't know why, like, everything we're saying, like, it pops in what Shimmy was saying about like, the whole thing that he was saying, that, I don't know, we have these, maybe these moments of consciousness we learn here, and we, you were talking about, like, what are people going to say when you say, well, what do I do? What's my profession? Right. Are people going to think I'm weird when I say I'm an evidence? I'm like, all this type of concept, I'm just saying it's, sometimes we have these moments, and we could, like, we're on the path, right. and, and we stop, like... Where our own worst enemies will stop our process of moving because, this forward. Because, because why? Because we're seduced by what? What are we seduced? Because we, we're seduced by what thought? What people care and think of us. And we're seduced by it. Right. So we'll shut off something that we know to be completely real and true based on something that is completely not true. And even if it is, who cares? But sorry, he's talking about our senses, which goes, goes to what we surround ourselves with. Right. We surround ourselves with a cover that's all on the right path and we're going to... Cram number down. one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what it is. When you surround yourself with the right people, then that which usually is used to seduce you and... and, and right? Then what happens? It, that's not it anymore. So he's saying, not only will our senses stop seducing us and convincing us that we're really as bad as we sometimes think we are. Velomar lanu, and to tell us, Olam ataroe, open up your eyes, this is reality, right? Vegeshem atamargish, and you feel gashmius, that's the real thing, which usually our senses tell us is the real thing. Rak gam chushenu, our senses, yikanu lemachshevet levavenu. Our senses will not only stop seducing us by the confusing thoughts, but rather, our senses will lihikana. They'll, yeah, they'll, for, they'll, they'll give up to what? To the thoughts of our hearts. So you have to remember something. The thought of your heart is always pure. 
It's the thought of your head sometimes that comes and messes you up. But the thoughts of your heart, of a Yiddish heart, is always, always pure. And the sense is everything, everyone will see that we'll all be able, we'll be able to see, not just about ourselves, but our others, the Kedusha of Hashem is hovering over everything. A man, man will literally see Man will see, just like he sees that this cup is pink, he'll be con- that just like he doesn't have to convince himself that this cup is pink, he's saying, we could reach a level that what? It'll be clearer to us, more than the cup, this cup is pink, that we are sitting in Gan Eden by the throne of Hashem. And look at the last four words. Vehi hi matrat chaverteinu. This is the purpose of our chaver. This is the purpose of why we're coming together. Other places doing good stuff. Meaning, I'm not talking what he's saying or what we're saying, but I'm saying in the world, there are a lot of places that are doing amazing things and holy things and good things. But as a matara, they haven't set for themselves a goal of this. The PSS is saying, we're setting a different goal. Our goal is that we could consciously be aware of that which we're really in front of, and that's the kisei kavar of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When today's, you know, today's, what we're doing now is we're jumping, guys. It's been gewalt for a few years. We're jumping now. <laughs> now we're jumping. Now it's... Now it's got to be more. We, we're going to jump. Uh, for the sake of Am Yisrael, for the sake of our families, for the sake of ourselves, we're going to jump towards the world, this beautiful, holy world that the Piyasetzner is describing for us. And I believe, Bezrat Hashemit Barach, we can give each other so much koach than we've given each other until now. And we can give ourselves just being, we can give ourselves so much more. And I hope and pray that Maybe one or two of you show up again on Tuesday. <laughs> no pressure, okay? <laughs> All right, Shisha Koch, everyone. Thank you for coming. Is that recorded or just live streaming? Both. Jerry, I need. What's your, what's your thingy? 613, 613. Oh, stop.